Welcome to the Open Mic Podcast. This week we have with us Colton Jones. Say what's up, Colton. Hi. Okay. <laughs> and as always, Jason. What's up, Jason? What's happening? Man, I'm glad you came out, Colton. I uh, I kind of miss you, man. I kind of miss our weird interactions. I miss you, too. I miss you, too. Yeah, we can never take each other too seriously. Yeah, it's not your fault. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. For about two years, I keep coming up to Colton and just tell him it's not your fault until he gets upset and leaves. Oh, my gosh. It's really it's funny so and, until you're in a you know you're in a weird headspace yourself, and then he does it, and you're like, oh, my God, I want to murder this man right now. It seems like a very one-sided relationship. No, yeah. it's not. It's not. Yeah. I started getting him no, back. No, it, go, it goes back and forth. But before we get into anything, I, I, I want to ask both of you guys a question. Has either one of you ever like fully meditated or done a... A guided meditation? Uh, I've actually been trying to meditate a little bit. I don't know that I'm getting there yet, you know, reaching nirvana or anything, but uh, 20 minutes, you know, at a time is pretty difficult. I mean, you know, and I was surprised at first. It's kind of like being fat the first time I ever tried to do push-ups, and I was like, oh, my God, I could not even do five push-ups. It's like when you try to meditate, you're like, oh, my God, like five minutes of this is horrible it's horrible to sit there and yeah. just not and now you're up to eating a whole box right yeah 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 absolutely well you're supposed to move <laughs> I, you're supposed to move forward also too with like over time you actually progress and to be yeah. able to do the moves better and yeah. easier i've never done yoga well no meditation or, yeah. i've never done meditation no, those are two different uh, things they don't make they are different I, yeah i guess i associate them together so yes. meditation sitting around like crisscross applesauce and like i think um, what like that yeah. and stuff what yeah. i think you're supposed to do is do yoga mm-hmm. and then when your body is in that relaxed kind of euphoric state because of all the dopamine you've released then you try to meditate it'll be easier quick question before i even get to my point there's yoga pants do you think meditation pants would be even hotter like they're just so <laughs> hot they daze you and you just instant nirvana but then you come in your pants and you get asked to leave the jc pennies again <laughs> i think meditation pants would just be really aware that they're pants <laughs> and really aware that they're nothing also at yeah. the same time i feel like they should put you in a trance like meditation could i guess yeah, yeah. last week or about three days ago i i'd never meditated before i did a 15 minute like i did a, a i find, found a, a video on youtube it was guided meditation it was only 15 minutes and I had never done it before, so I sit down on the floor, like you said, crisscross applesauce, sat there, yeah. Native American style. I say Indian style. It's going a little, <laughs> little overboard there. No, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, I saw your face, too. You expect me to say Indian. Yeah, no. I was, I was Native American style, and I did it. But about <laughs> 10 minutes in, I started crying. You really did. I just, like, not, like, forced, just naturally. I just started crying. I don't know why. I don't understand why I started crying and but I didn't try to stop myself either I just let myself cry I think maybe you're you had so much tension in your body that you finally relaxed that you were just kind of like having a, a reaction to that like you were just like oh stress release and your your eyes were like oh we're you know you're gonna cry because you just you're feeling an overwhelming amount of relaxation just had to have a real good cry to yeah I know the loosen the Oh, go ahead. No, so just a real good cry to kind of just like let let go of some of the bad feelings or something yeah. you think may have been the... It might be that or it might be the onion rings I was eating because they were really thick. I didn't, no, I'm just kidding. Also, I just wanted to point out that it would be more accurate to say that doing yoga is sitting Indian style than what we normally call sitting Indian style. <laughs> <laughs> you got a good point there. So, so what would be the appropriate meditation uh, format to conduct your... Position. I, I, what do you mean? To what position? How would you would you sit? You would sit like that normally. Well, it's for your argument, you don't have to. This one actually had instructions, and it said you could sit at the end of your bed against the wall, however you feel most comfortable. But you I already had in my mind the the sitting Native American. I already had that in my mind. I was like, well, I want to try it. 
and the picture on the YouTube video, because it's just words over that, it's not like actual uh, video, was somebody sitting like that, and I was like, I'll try it out. You know, yeah. it's hard for me to get that position. It's even harder for me to get out of, but I tried it, and I it hurt at first, but I kind of I got comfortable after a few minutes. Yeah, settled into it. Well, I sit just on my floor normally, but I've also done it in the in in the shower. And I'll, like, run a cold shower, and then I'll sit in the cold until I get used to the water. And then I'll try to, like, just sit there and just, like, take it as long as I can and not listen to any music or anything. Just to, like, kind of – I don't know what it's supposed to do, but I've heard it's good for you. I do that with hot water. Like, I, I have a shelf in my shower, and, of course, I'll put Netflix or something on I feel shower. like we're getting into a masturbation <laughs> story here now. <laughs> well, I said shower, right? He said Netflix, but, too. Yeah. What are you and, jerking off to on Netflix? Everything, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a buffet of sex. You set the scene with the warm water. I knew where yeah. we were going with the warm no, water. Hot water. I, I like my showers as hot as I can take it, but I'll literally stand under under the shower head and let it just kind of drip down my face. And I, I feel like that helps melt away some uh-huh. of the problems for a little bit uh, sometimes. Not every time, but... That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I just want to bring it up. I cried. I've been crying. I can't stop crying. No, once you get crying a little bit it's like and it feels good to cry like your muscles kind of like react and you're like you know i always feel like if i have a lot of tension like in my back and then i like cry oh i feel so much better but it's hard to get yourself to cry in a healthy way because you always feel kind of shitty you're like man i shouldn't be crying right now i'm wasting like 20 minutes well, yeah. I, I know anytime <laughs> that i've ever like cried or felt like that i mean i just feel like exhausted or drained yeah. afterwards i, I, I cried to to myself to sleep and, and i understand the importance <laughs> no I, have you ever done that like after a breakup or something like if someone dies that you know I've literally cried myself to sleep where I've cried so hard and for so long that at one point my body is just physic feels physically worn out, fatigued, and I just fucking pass out my tears. I've done that. Am I supposed to feel like an asshole for laughing? Yeah. 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 No, I don't care. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't don't care either way. I mean, if I cared, I wouldn't say it, but I mean, I don't give a shit. Well, I mean, we've, you know, we've been roommates on and off over 20 years many times, so I mean, I've heard you cry yourself to sleep sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, several times a week. A lot of squeaking in the bed while you're crying. Yeah, it gets to the point where I can't can't go to sleep until I uh, come and cry. I call it crime. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's my crime. (laughs) But, uh, Colton, back to you. How long have you been doing stand-up comedy? Uh, gosh. I think I've been doing stand-up for four or five years. Did we start around the same time? Because I'm like right at five, like two days from now, I think is my five I would say that like I did Mabel Peabody's, I think Mabel Peabody's closed down my, like close to my second year anniversary of performing there. And that was the first place I ever performed. So that's really what I, you know... And you have an album out. What's what's the name of your album? It's called Live at the Abbey Underground, but it, it's not that good. Don't go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it on Spotify or where? It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's on YouTube. It's on, you know, every, all of it. It's on every fucking inch of the internet, and I'll never get it off. I miss the Abbey Underground. Yeah, the Abbey Underground was a great bar, man. Oh, man I miss fun. that place. That space, they keep trying to make something work, but, you know, they tried to put that the, the, the lion and the I, crown I there. there. You worked yeah, there? Yeah, I worked there. Oh. I think it needs to be a separation between what's upstairs and what's downstairs. That's what's holding it back. Like, yeah. Because the downstairs is going to be popping if you just focus on just like a place to go. That would be the best dive yeah. bar in town if it yeah. wasn't also having to be a restaurant. And the drinks are cheap as shit there. Yeah. I always had Yeah. Them. It was a lot of fun. I've accidentally walked into raves tons of times at that place. Oh, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, I've accidentally also walked in on like metal night. I've walked, yeah, I've walked yeah. in on different nights there. My, uh, Mike, 
Mikey, do you remember the uh, the lady that used to come to the Abbey Underground open mic and and belly dance? Yes, I do remember <laughs> the belly dancer. You used to go to Bearded Monk. She would do fifth. Oh, I was the one who told her to go to Bearded Monk. She didn't know about it, oh, and thanks. I was like. <laughs> I was like, hey, there's a another mic. When it, Abby Underground was closing down. Yeah. I mean, this woman was going out. I don't know her name. I know her. she had, like, a stage name. I don't remember her name either, but didn't she have, like, a belly dance class that she taught also? Like, she was trying to get people to... She still teaches a good belly dance class. Yeah, In she... fact, a, an old friend of mine uh, is married, a woman who takes that class every week. Really? Yeah, small world. That's her sewing circle. I, I just keep thinking, Latica, no! <laughs> From uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Racist, I did the accent. Yeah. I'm glad that you took the focus off of me making that statement. So. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. I don't care. I didn't follow it. I mean, you've been inside of a Middle Eastern person, so is it racist or not? I don't know. I don't want to answer that. Okay. I've also been inside a Middle Eastern person. I've never been inside of a Middle Eastern person. Can you do a Polish accent? Can I do a Polish accent? I don't know. What do Poles sound like? I know they're supposed to be... You did it. That's pretty good. Well, you know, you're not too far off. I mean, if you were wearing like a jumpsuit and did the Polish accent, you'd almost <laughs> look like a Chicago landlord. You think I have a, a Polish bit. accent right Fox? now? No, no, I didn't. You said it. Yeah. What? He didn't do a Polish accent. I can do a Polish yeah. accent. Like, I have... You'll have money for rent later, you know what I mean? Like, kind of russian a little bit. Well, then it's kind of the same in Chicago. They sound Russian. Okay. Yeah. I could do like a Russian... When I was in high school, I was in Fiddler on the Roof, and I did a really, really, looking back, really offensive Yiddish accent for oh, the nice. whole let's, show. Let's hear a little bit of it. Give us a little sample. That's probably exactly what we're looking for here. here oh, it's so tasteless. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Can, I, sna- can I Snapchat one. this? Is that okay? <laughs> all, three, all three of our listeners are racist. So My fun. grandma still has the DVD. She says I killed it. You know, she doesn't know that. Well, all grandmas are racist, and they're grandfathered in. Absolutely, dude. I just thought I was like, if I, a really good actor would do the voice, and and then I just remember like a couple years later, I was like, I'm not Jewish <laughs> at all. <laughs> but you're just playing a role. I well, yeah, I mean, I guess, but it's still like, I, you know, I just it's kind of weird. Like I did this weird. I literally was like telling people like I'm going to try to sound as Jewish as possible when I'm up there. Yeah. Well, he eats rolls like a Jew person. So <laughs> what? What is the, that? The, the Sufic nears. I love the jelly donuts. The Sufic nears. That's something I love about anti-Semitism. I never understand where it's coming from. I'm like. Where did you get this impression about Jewish people from? <laughs> it's yeah, always a little nonsensical to me. Well, when you come across Jewish people, they all are actually a little bit different. Like the Hasidic ones act and sound one way. Uh, the Hollywood Jews act another way. Mm-hmm. The you know suburban Jews act another way. Undercover Jews act a different way. Yeah. The ones that are like really like kind of like closer to the city act another way. You, you always get a different kind of like a Yiddish or a Jewish or a Hebrew. I notice when you run into Jewish people. So it's hard to like kind of nail one kind of like stereotype over the the, the blanket community. I guess so. I can. I'm, I'm trying to combine. All You've had experiences with several different kinds I've of Jewish. Had, yeah, with a lot of Jewish yeah. people. Every Jewish person I've ever worked for has fucked me harder than the last one. Called the IRS on me after he fired me. I'm not comfortable. And with they this. were like, they were like. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching a Mickey Mouse cartoon from the '40s right now. <laughs> hey, Walt Disney is a saint. Don't you take his name? Hey, Walt Disney was not a saint. No, he had a mustache. Nobody with a mustache that thin gets up to good shit in the Your off hours. Your mustache is dude. pretty thin, dude. I'm not gonna lie. What about Salvador it's not Dali? On purpose. Salvador Dali, yeah. dude. I mean, you're telling me that if you're like daughters sort of dating Salvador Dali you'd be like yeah he seems fine that guy is like number one list for like maybe murdered someone he loved in the middle of the night with a knife and they wouldn't he loved them so much that they wouldn't even be mad at him because he's Salvador Dali it's It's artwork he's going through it (laughs) Salvador Dali also used to just sign canvases that his students would paint and then he Mm. would sell them for 
as much money as he can get for him. See, exactly, dude. Little mustache, little little ego, big problems for society around them. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not racist against Jewish people. By the way, I'm, I'm not racist against, against anybody. Hey, hey, look at me. What? Wink, I'm wink. Not. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, winking, <laughs> and I don't want to. I, I don't have any problems. I don't want to be like the New England Patriots and draft a fascist kicker in the seventh round. Okay. Good call. Did you hear about that? Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't. You said you have been checked I, out. I've not been following because just it's obviously not. Uh, it's under the radar for me with pa- what I got going. Patriots on. draft this kicker this year in the seventh round, and uh, he has a tattoo. On his arm that is like a white power tattoo. Wow. <laughs> and he goes, I didn't know what it meant when I got it. I just saw it at the tattoo shop and I thought it looked cool. Oh, Reasonable shit. defense. No, I like F's and it had four F's. All oh, is it like the light, direct. the lightning bolts or whatever? But it was one of the first tattoos he got and it was when he was like 15, 16 years old. Wh- which, which one is it? Is it like, uh, like the, it's, the the, it's, it's something about 3%. Oh, he got like a 3% tattoo? This kid thought it was for milk. Well, and I thought, what a better team to go to than the Patriots for him. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's like, I want to go to the team that has no black wide receivers or running backs. Kraft is walking him open arms. Like, come on. Come on, brother. They have one black offensive player, and his name is James White, dude. (laughs) Come on. That's the only way you fit in. James White always let me down as my flex every single fucking time. Oh, my God, dude. There was one time he got like 14 points. That was the most I ever got out of him. Dude, fucking Bill O'Brien from the Houston is the same way, though. Whatever. But uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> move on from sports. Do you have some questions for Colton? Yeah, so have you learned any particular, like, a particular life lesson uh, from comedy itself since you've been in it these last five years? Like, uh, what stands out, like a big life lesson that you were different about? I don't know. I guess what I've really learned about is how much people rely on their group identity to drive their social interaction. Like, comedians do that more than anybody else. When you go up on stage, you're like, this is who I am, and this is the section of society that I represent, and as the person that speaks for those people, these are the observations I have, and, you know, the stuff I like. And people either identify with that, or they see that, and they go, that feels true, and they laugh to it a little bit. But I think that has kind of, like, started controlling the way everybody thinks just because of Facebook. But I think comedy kind of showed me that, like, people are really obsessed with how other people see them. And, you know, uh, they always tell you not to not to worry about what other people think of you. But what other people think of you is actually the most important thing in the entire world. It's perception. It's dude, what matters to you most. Maybe yeah. you're not supposed to focus on the obvious is kind of the mind trick there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I think for comedy, you're right, though. How they perceive you, because if you perceive me as not funny or not good, then what's the fucking point? Well, I mean, just, what's credit? Credit is just what Wells Fargo thinks of you. <laughs> like, their estimation of you as a human being. It's like, it's, like, it's, a mystic, it's like a mystic wizardry. Or yeah, so, it's yeah. like, this guy's worth about five ninety a month. So basically, Wells Fargo thinks I'm a murderer and a raper. Oh, uh, well. I have no You're money. a vagabond so to them. I think that Wells Fargo Whoa, would be sending you a, a vagabond. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that if you were a murderer and a rapist, Wells Fargo would be sending you millions of dollars a month so that... Uh, their owners could go to your private islands and fuck kids with you. 
well, it's my private island. Why would I have other people out there? Why would I bring tattletales to my island? I'm just saying. Why that's... not buy an island if you guys are just going to And you feel comfortable attacking the powers of the New World Order and oh, not man. talking about Jews? I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't think that Jews have anything to do with it. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's that like an everything bagel. It's easier to blame it on the Jews than just to blame it on the way money works. Just put some schmear on it. I'm not going to say no. I don't want no part of that. Yeah, I'm not touching that. I already that. looked like a racist a couple months ago. I'm, I'm going to back away from I'm that. I'm literally, I'm I'm backing up. I'm like a free safety when the pass comes, when the post pass gets, I'm, you know, Ed Reed going backwards 90 miles an hour, dude. I'm on the fucking bench eating nachos. <laughs> well, Would either one of you guys describe yourself as pretty generous, fellas? Yes. I, yeah. I'm the most Here's why. also. Here's why. What was the last gift you gave somebody? The last gift I gave somebody, I gave my roommate a nugget of weed earlier. Just gave it to him. Seems fitting. Yeah. So generous. This is really good weed. Nice. Yeah. Um, and, he gave it, and he just gave it away. He just gave it to him. Well, hey, hey, man, here, check this out. My nephew's second birthday was recent, and I... How uh, did he turn? He turned two. Oh. Shout out. It was his second birthday, so he turned two. Nice. And... Do you have a good nickname for him yet? Uh, his name is Emmett. And he's the best person I've ever met in my whole life. So I'm just going to call him whatever he wants me to. Nice. We don't have any just family nickname, Bubba. I'm not into that. M-E-M-M-M. You know what I mean? Because no, my name's right. Colton. In my whole life, everybody would uh, CJ, Colt. CJ. You know, C-Town. And it's like, I understand C-Town. that. <laughs> did you grow up in a 90s movie? I C- did grow up in a 90s C-Bizzle. movie, actually. C-Bizzle. I grew up on the set of American Pie 2. That's Not fairly the accurate. Pie fucker, the second one. We were all listening to Nirvana and, and being depressed. So it was exactly like a 90s movie, if I think about it for a second. Yeah. What was the gift? But the gift, I, I bought him a world map. And I said, this way there will always be a picture I'd be pissed off if you gave me a map. I had an uncle who was my godfather who used to give me stationery. That's a great gift. That's a great gift. But I'm like seven, and he gives me a fucking daily planner and organizer with a pen. All right, how about this one? For his birth, for his first birthday, I bought him a baby book about Frida Kahlo. Oh, good. When he can't read. Perfect. Well, I just remembered that he's a two-year-old, so that the map is ruined. He's probably rolling around, chewing no, it. No, unless I, you hung it up. And I, we it hang up. it up, oh, and I bought myself a matching one, and then I printed out the note that I made, and I have it I have it up on my wall where it has a little note I wrote him, and then he has a copy at his house with the note and the map. Well, egg on my face. Now I kind of feel bad. Well, it was a good gift, but the best gift I've given recently that. was for my mom on her birthday. I posted to uh, Facebook that if anybody wanted to send, comment a shirtless picture of themselves in the the comments i would collect all of the pictures and send them to my mother for her birthday and uh yeah we hit like 40 comments of just dudes throwing shirtless pics up it was nice. pretty nice i nice. should have sent you one i saw that post it was pretty funny was there a clear-cut best one uh well <laughs> there's this guy that lives in town in here that look is look at his face like <laughs> you you look giddy as a girl on the bed just look, talking on the phone right you know he looks good and i know he, i know he's clear but i've just always kind of had a small crush on him. but he's way out of my league he's much more socially uh aware than i am but he posted one it was good nice you know so besides the one you want to jerk off to, is there a better one? Was <laughs> like, there, like, was like there one for, that was creative or for funny? humor? No, I mean, it's know. just there were a bunch of funny things. And, like, a friend of mine that knows my mom commented, like, tagged a bunch of my friends that also would know my mom from high school. And they all, like, got on a thread and they all shared their pictures. 
But there was one guy, and he's this guy that I've seen around Facebook. You know, I don't spend too much time, but I, I see comments on stuff. I don't really comment myself that often. And this guy's like, he's a little all right to me. You know, he's got that weird kind of like, so I would call it a Busco on? type energy, not to like diss on, <laughs> you know, anybody, but just that Busco type Facebook approach where you're trying to piss people off all the time. And we just uh, say trolls. We don't. Busco's not a name, and you don't. You know. That doesn't need to be on. Okay. But anyways, we'll just say internet troll. Stricken from the record. Yeah, I'm gonna edit it out. Okay, I'll make just start it, I'll over make it again. Sound like you said the end. I'll, I'll start over again. Okay. There's this one guy that posted a picture on there, and he's a guy I've seen around Facebook. He's like, he's kind of a troll, I guess. You know, he's kind of an all right troll. He's like always going off about uh, kind of posting offensive stuff, stuff I think I think is kind of racist. And he posted, like, a, a weird image from, like, some kind of, like, porn site where it was, like, a fat man who had his, like, testicles, like, bound and then his feet bound and his tits bound. And it wasn't him. Like, it's not a picture of him, that guy that posted that. I looked at a picture of his profile and he's, like, in shape. So he kind of just, like, sent porn to my mom without me really asking for him to do that. You know what I mean? And I thought it kind of crossed the line. But didn't you send all that to her, or how did she get these pictures? Well, actually, we're just friends on Facebook, so she just went through and heart-reacted to all the ones that she liked. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So did she actually judge someone? Was there someone she didn't? She, she just said, I remember at some point somebody said, I, we, we need proof that you're sending these to her, and she commented back, and she's like, I'm seeing all of them. Thank you. <laughs> Your mom sounds like a spicy lady. Uh, she she uh, is not really like that, but she will play along if I start making That's jokes. good. She's in good spirits for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got one more question. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Give us some more. Uh, okay. Well, let's see how this goes. Uh, describe each other using only three words between the two of you. I've described him. That's right. And I, I describe you. I'd say bald, balder, and baldest. Oh, okay. That's nice. I haven't seen my back clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I would describe you as um, okay. MTV. Beach ball. You look like you're having a heart attack. I'm trying to think of my last word, and I just want to sum it all nicely. Okay. What were my first two words? I might change a word. You did MTV and beach ball. Hold on to, okay. MTV, let me look you up and down. Okay, yeah. Uh, Okay, I'm going to change all of them. All right, all right, all right, all right. Volcom, Golden Corral, Wonderful. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Nice. Not super offensive, you know. I mean, yeah. because they're all true. So yeah. you know, essentially, I wouldn't I'll, have. I'll I'm, give you a real one. I'll say independent. Okay. Generous. <laughs> I see where we're going here. No, no, he is generous. When uh, one of the times my ex uh, kicked me out or broke up with me, he let me stay at his house for like three yeah. days. But also, my roommate's dog had fleas, so it wasn't really that nice. Oh, yeah, I was helping you spread them around. I sent them to a few friends' houses. <laughs> you're, like, you're like patient zero coming out of the house with the fleas. You know what's There's funny? There's people that avoid me. I did feet pics, and if you look at my ankles and the pictures I did, you can see flea bites all over my nice. feet. <laughs> little, 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 red, little red bubbles and dots. I thought, I thought that was just ankle hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not on my ankles, anyway. But what did I say? I said... Just on my underside of my ball sack. I said generous. Yeah, let's get to this now. So generous. <laughs> what was the other one that I said? Independent. Independent. Independence. Generous. None of these are accurate. And I'm going to combine two words for the last one and say silly billy. I would say codependent, non-self-sufficient, silly billy. 
For me? No, for me. Okay. You, Colton, have definitely found a way to get the most meaning, I think, out of all the words that you said. By Especially, I mean, I think that you already hit a home run when you first said MTV because that was like a full statement in just using your one guess yeah. with just one thing. Yeah, I'm Road Rule Season 2. <laughs> <laughs> Audition video. <laughs> and then both of you guys were the compound words, so you, yeah. you, you, I, I good thing it wasn't the rules of literally a word. You know, I took I'm, a writing class like four MTV. years ago. So. I'm a Road Rules Real World Challenge Season. Who can sit on my face the longest? I don't know. That's us move on. That sounds like a I fun game. Yeah, you we got, should. You got another question or what do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you can do that. We can do that. Yeah, let's find that one. your question. All right. So if you, uh, let's see, if you could, uh, if you could make a rule, both of you guys, if you could make a rule for a day and everybody had to follow it, what would it be worldwide? Rule for a day, or just whoever you know, whatever. World, your world wide. <coughs> a rule for a day. Yes. Well, I, I'm trying to think about how much impact I could do in a day. Um. Do, what 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 are my resources? It's just like everyone has to follow this rule, or like I can like if I could like install like an infrastructure project that I think would really help the world. Can I do that? You can do one rule, and everybody has to follow it for one day. Oh god! Okay. Like everybody has to use a blinker or get shot in the head. That, I don't want that one. I'm just saying that that's an example of a rule. Okay. That's mm. a that's a like a good creative question. Yeah, I don't know what to say really no I think it's uh, nobody can watch cable news all day long nobody can watch cable news or like you're not allowed to go on any social media for a whole day everybody in the world at once that would end the world social for media blackout for one there's one guy on there still jerking off to your foot pics he's not allowed on there <laughs> we shut her down if I could if I could change the world in one thing I would just demolish Facebook Instagram Twitter just like any social media site get rid of it Make them start all back over. Oh, so gone for a day, wiped out, and then had to start yeah. over. Every, just delete everything. That was your rule. Done. Okay. Start over if you want to do it. Yeah, okay. I'll go purge. For a you're, day. You're yeah. a purge guy? Yeah. Purge. So purging is good for a day. I didn't really yeah, get that. You can just no. purge or everyone can everyone purge? Everyone can purge, uh, except uh, I'm just doing this because I'm too much of a pussy to actually commit suicide. So it's just <laughs> easier this way. You didn't really strike me as a purge guy. There's no Freddy Krueger masks in here or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, no. You've never trapped me in a 20-minute conversation with a movie Saw before, so... No, he tricks you with the MTV, Volcom, <laughs> uh, whatever yeah, else it was, surfing, you, whatever. <laughs> I bring you on, uh, uh, I bring you in with Carson Daly, and then I chop you up. Do you wear skate shoes all the time because your feet are so flat that you can't have an arch? No. <laughs> no, because sometimes I don't wear shoes. Oh. Yeah. I actually have no arch. I'm such flat-footed. I have no arch. That was kind of footist of you, dude. Very non. I have no. I mean, I'm flat-footed too. It's you know, we're all My part foot of is it. like flat on the. It's ground. like if I started making jokes about having a belly, both of you guys would just laugh because you're like, yeah, we all have bellies. Mm. Well, I noticed before when you made a I reference to fat people, you looked both of us in the eye and you, you and then said fat. You I'm know, sorry. It's like, oh hey, I know, I know, I'm around fat guys, so I can say fat. You know. I've noticed when I've been in public and I say anything about anyone, anyone in a group, and if I make a fat reference, as long as I'm. You know, not the only fat uh-huh. guy. I'm talking to someone else. It's I feel like I'm putting that burden on another. Hey, fat people. We can say fat people. Well, right? We yeah. can say fat people. I think even if you're fat and there's a skinny person, you can talk about how fat you are. But if they say anything confirming your belief that you're fat, they're an asshole. They're an asshole. Damn them. Yeah, but, but I mean, I is. I just have to put it at the same time. I hate when I say something about myself being fat. People are like, "Oh no, you're not fat. You're not that fat." 
I can see me. I yeah. know what's I I got myself here, okay? I drove this truck here. Yeah. I know what's going on. I just think I know how long it's been since I had a vegetable. <laughs> Two thousand three. I, I think if you're fat, your life is being ruined by obesity, so you can make jokes about it because you're already killing yourself. You're entitled. I mean, that's like saying the N-word. I think it, it's a little similar. Yeah. It's yeah. like you have the credence there. I mean, my family struggles with obesity, and I just – I mean, I'm sometimes when a skinny person complains about fat people, I'm like, there's no way you hate fat people as much as I hate fat people because being fat is the worst thing about all the people I know. I don't struggle with obesity. I struggle with finding a poncho that's still open. <laughs> there's one by my house, actually. Is there? Yeah. Where do you live? Uh, North Richland Hills. It's the, the last one left. Is it the one on uh, 157 and 183? Dude, my dad and my sister went to it the other day. It's like, I was like, dude, ponchos was open? There used to be one here in town, and it closed down. This was just, like, two years ago. It's gone. But it's 183 and, like, uh, 157, right? Or it was something by like the that. police station or something, no, it's, wasn't it? No, it's, 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 right it's, 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 that one's closed down. It's, like, a gateway church now. Oh. But they moved it to Roof Snow and, I want to say Watauga Road. Dude, I used to live. Okay, oh, okay, I know where that's at. Behind I used to kind of stay over. 151 Coffee. Do you know where that is? Yeah. Yeah, it's in the same parking lot as that. Dude. There's a big lots. There you go. Once everything opens back up, I'm the only dude that's going to go to Poncho's. Oh, it was the last one. If they were struggling, they might not be opening back up. Do you know so. what I would do to another human going? being's body to be able to go inside of a Chinese buffet? Like, horrible, horrible, horrible <laughs> things. Depends on the buffet. If they got peanut chicken and fried pot stickers, that's all I really Fuck, yeah. Nobody has peanut chicken. I like those. can't find it anymore. Ever. Just peanut yeah. butter and chicken. Just give me. I'll bring. I'm going to start bringing my own peanut butter. There's one by my house, and it was really actually pretty nice. They had, like, fresh. They were, like, they would change the ice, like, every, like, hour and on their sushi line and it was just so fresh like they would like really take good care of it and they had sashimi like you paid ten dollars to go in and then you could eat sashimi as much as you could possibly stomach dude and i used to go in there and eat like ounces upon ounces of just seared white tuna and just like go back and i'd get a little egg drop soup and i just get a plate of sashimi and then it goes down and just eat all of it so good, and I'm like, if I d- I can't tell people that I'm doing this at a buffet because it's kind of embarrassing. You know what I mean? It's like not good sushi. Well, you just told four people, us two and two listeners. So there you go. Oh, Breakthroughs. Don't yeah. don't, don't egg my house. <laughs> yeah, just uh, egg drop soup his house. Mm. There you go. I feel like that is our more fucking guys. <laughs> I was I was giving it a rim shot in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes don't do it out loud. It's okay if you don't laugh. I yeah. hate that. It's pretty good. Yeah. Is that a bad message, or what does that say? Is that good? No, it says we're still, we're good. Oh, okay, cool. Did you have any other of those uh, questions you want to ask? Any uh, more of those creative questions? Um, well, you know, I oh, one of the good ones, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> now, actually, do you are you more of a gamer? Do you stream? Uh, I kind of game a little bit. I mostly play old games. I'm playing Madden 2008 right now. Uh, I ran a franchise uh, for 24 years of game simulated football, and I would change ownership of teams. I won 11 Super Bowls over 24 seasons. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. Are I, you talking about your career, your video game career? Yeah, like this? franchise mode. This was the previous career when he made. He like wrote this plan out. It yeah. seems like a serial. Oh, plan. I like he executed this plan. It's kind of funny. I don't really like like I've played Dungeons and Dragons, and I really liked it. But I love football. Like, I love watching football. I could talk about football. I could literally talk about football all day. But You're a uh, super fan. Yeah. I'm like that about basketball. Mm. Yeah. I've been hearing that a lot more 
lately that people are really into that. I say I'm football. I'm the same way. Like I love fantasy, fantasy season because I keep track with all the teams, not just my. I, I watch basketball games literally every night. They're on almost every night. I have a bit of an obsessive compulsive personality, and when I think about when I have I have months I go through where like literally I cannot talk about anything but football, and I just like love it. Uh, but my franchise mode was going for like 24 <laughs> years, and I had like been drafting players. Like I wasn't using any online help. I was like really like scouting people and like playing every single snap, even in the preseason, like trying to progress people. What system is this on? Uh, <laughs> GameCube, but I played oh, nice. on my Wii. <laughs> <laughs> like modded. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. A couple days ago, I worked way my way through a six pack of Dallas Blonde and turned on my 2008 NFL on GameCube the next day. And I guess I hadn't. I I think I turned it off while it was still saving. It takes forever to save the franchise file. It takes like you have to like sit there and watch it for like five minutes. And I I was pretty drunk and I think I just turned it off while I was saving. And I lost all of the data. Like the the game all was that like, work. Oh, you have to delete man. this. I I, mi- I noticed something. I have to bring this up. When you when we started talking about football and you talk about you spoke about the football months where you only talk about football, which I get because I mean I'm like all involved and I'm obsessive compulsive about all that shit. But uh, your your face lit up just like when we were talking about your crush on Facebook. <laughs> and, I'm just, I, and that's great. I'm glad to to see that. <laughs> What's your crush's name? Oh, I, no way. Come together. No way. No way. Tell me when this is over. Uh, I'll tell you off mic for sure, yeah. but it's very. I'm not 23 anymore. I don't have to be like that. Yeah. Uh, 23 in him, not 23 in me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, next week I'm going to tell on the air who the guy is. So. That's really upsetting. Now I'm not going to tell you <laughs> off air. No, I'm not. I'll just post it. Tomorrow. Although, uh, to be honest, if you took the information that if you were interested enough in my sex life, which you should not be, because <laughs> it is very boring, uh, you would go to my Facebook and you would see exactly who I was talking about. I think. Well, I don't, I don't. The only hint you gave me is said he had the best like topless shirt. I don't, I don't know. What that means you're gonna have to go back to the post and look. Yeah, yeah. You're so, just trying to give me like the post. I'm. I mean, go throw your own picture up. Fishing yeah. for likes here. It's, it's for my mom. Now it's over. I can't. There was a guy who posted one like yesterday. I'm like, it's been like a week, dude. <laughs> it's my grandma's like six birthday. Six years that I'm gonna post one. My sister said grandma's birthday is next week. What are you gonna do for her birthday? It has to be even more special. Maybe I should make a post too. And I was like, no, cock shots for grandma only. She's over ninety now. <laughs> you should have people send just the V right here, like the V right there next to your sack. Yeah, the ab, the ab yeah. shot. Yeah. When I saw your post. I literally took a, a couple pictures of my butt crack, and I was gonna, I was gonna pop it up, and then I just decided I like literally put it in there, and I almost commented. I was like, no, 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 it's too much, it's too much. But like, I think some of the stuff I almost post is better than anything I ever post. Yeah, I can tell because. Oh, I'm not like that. What? Luke was talking about that the other day. He's like, yeah, I I went to my drafts on Twitter, and I found a button where you can post all your drafts at once, and. Then he was like, uh, he's like, so I posted and it was like 140 tweets. And I'm like, how have you thought of 140 tweets that you didn't send? I, I, anything I can possibly think of to post online, I do. I just sit, I'm just so depressed that I don't, I have like days at a time or, you know, weeks at a time where I like don't post at all because I just have no creative energy. And then, I, you know, like, I do the same. I, I'll go for like <laughs> a week and I won't post anything. I, yeah. I might. I'll get on, and what the only thing I'll do on Facebook when I'm mm-hmm. not doing social media is I'll do Instagram every day. I don't post something, but I'll get on there and look around. But I do post multiple times a week. But anyways, I get on Facebook and I see whose birthday it is, 
and I go through, and if I don't really know that person or it's not someone I want to see, I go through and unfollow. I use that as like my unfollowing tool. <laughs> I'm like so political, like Game of Thrones is um, on who I say happy birthday to. Because there's people I know and that we're mutual friends with, and on their birthday, I'm like, yeah, fuck this it's, it's funny that you mentioned <laughs> that because I've carried over from uh, since we've discussed that and you told me about that idea I yeah. do that on my personal page too and so when I see people's birthdays mm-hmm. instead of saying yeah. I'll either say happy birthday or it's fucking happy death day yeah. you're gone you're yeah. done you don't you make know, the cut uh, I, I, you gotta clean it up and it's hard to sit down and just go through your friends list I'm sorry to cut you off but I'll lose this no. time because I'm stoned but it, it was an easy way for me like some days there's 15 people I gotta unfollow and some days there's two Yeah, and it's just easier that way but I go through the same thing. I'll, I'll for a week straight. I'll post four things a day. I'll make all these videos of my stand-up stuff and I'll post it. And then I'll get three likes while I see other people getting like eighty likes. They're like, <laughs> "Hey, I found a mustache hair." And people are like, "Oh, that's so funny!" And I'm like, yeah. "I made a, a video. I produced a video yeah. for you. It's only one minute long. I made sure to keep it under a minute so you can look it on Instagram without having to click that thing and follow on to the rest of it. One minute. Here you go." It's kind of like I used to have a friend and we would do karaoke together. And one time I was trying to learn a Nirvana song to sing. And he said, I, I was like, ask, I asked him, I was like, how does that Nirvana song sound? We like, we would go do karaoke every week. I love karaoke. I'll go do it all the time. But we would go out and uh, I asked him, how's that Nirvana song I'm singing? He's like, I don't really like it, man. He's like, you're putting too much effort into it. Like, you're, it's not cool that you're singing that song because you're like trying so hard to sing it good. And like Kurt Cobain would never do that shit. And I feel like Twitter and Facebook or Twitter, Facebook doesn't work like this that much to me, but Twitter and Instagram, it's like the less effort you put in, the cooler, the more people yeah. like it and stuff. You no, know? But Facebook too, like seriously, I'll even tell you, I'm not going to tell you who's posts now, but there's people specific posts I see that they'll post something dumb. Hey, look, look, at, look at my ear, it's shiny. And they get like 240 likes and I'll put like this deep thought to something, I'll yeah. write something and I'll find a picture and I'll crop it with yeah. this art and do this whole thing and I get like 24 likes well do you think that also may also play into uh, their following that they've also built of fans and you know particularly I mean that's just obviously I feel like in in what I've seen obviously I'm not a stand up comedian but from being your friend in stand up comedy and I I just see what I see personally in the scene what I see for myself um, a, a lot of comics are not very supportive for each other they're not willing to like like I've said before to some of, of the comics that I've met, you know, just hypothetically, if everybody would just share, share like, subscribe, share like, subscribe, and just had a community of just that doing that, I, I mean, that would like boost and promote each other. That that's like the given, but and everybody's usually like on board, like yeah, yeah, that was great, yeah, yeah. and then you just see that they're not even doing it. Yeah, it's, it's, a lot of it I think is politics. It's a lot of political. They'll like and comment on the people's stuff that they think can give them upper hand or that they think it's good for them or whatever. I feel like that's part of it. Also, I, I know I'm a realist. I know I suck and everything I do is shitty. So sure. that's probably a big part of it. No, there, I don't think that's true. A lot of times people will say that they like something on Facebook. Like I'll post something that I think is really like, you know, these memes I've been working on in my house. I'll post one of those and I'll think, oh, you know, nobody liked it or it got like it got little likes. And then at work, somebody will be like, oh, I saw that thing you posted on Facebook. That was really funny. I'll be like, you didn't even like it, though. Like, yeah, exactly. Why didn't you even do that? I guess a lot yeah, of, I guess just, more people don't exactly. react. Yeah, and I guess. Then, like, I think I've even seen you post this before. Like, I hate when people will comment on one of my posts but not like the post. Yeah. But they'll interact on it. And I'm like, hey, it's, the fee is clicking the button. All right? That's your ticket in. Dude, on my mom's birthday shirtless post. <laughs> People went and liked 
photos on it, like other people's yeah. photos, but they didn't like the post that asked for the photos. And it's like you can't just reap the rewards and not feed into the system. Like you, it's you know, it's just like not investing in education or something like that. Like you have to water the roots. It's like Johnny Drama brought Vince out to Hollywood, then he fucking took off, mm. and now I'm sitting here as Johnny Drama still, and you're not liking my post. Unspeakable. Go ahead. I brought you Vince. I gave the world Vince, and you gave me nothing. That was a moment of silence for Johnny Drama. Anyways, let's move on to the open mic. Uh, getting kind of tight on time. But uh, what we're going to do, you have a topic for me that I don't know, and uh, I have some topics for you that you don't know. So basically, riff on the topic. I give you the topic. And uh, if I have something after, I might riff on it. And then once all that's over, um, we're going to do, if you have a new joke you haven't done on stage, doesn't have to be any certain topic, okay. you can do it then. We can workshop it if I have notes. If I don't, okay. see whatever. And same, I might have a new one, and then we'll do that. But you're the guest. You get to choose. You've done guest lists before. You know how this works, right? I give you a topic. Mm-hmm. You tell me a story. Or just yeah. Do whatever you do. I gave you the batter. You make pancakes. Uh, but you get to choose. you want your topic first, or do you want to give me my topic first? Um, I'm going to give you your topic first. Okay. I respect that. Okay. Your topic is... I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Ooh. Uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton? And dude, what was the thing he used to say in Duplicity? God damn it. What was it? Oh, I wish. I don't know. I, I, he's, he's my least favorite Batman. Really? I'm Batman. He's my he's the funniest Batman, I think, though. Uh, other than Adam West, but I mean as far as movies go. Michael Keaton, he's just always pretty much the same character. No. no. What what do you mean no? No, I don't agree with that. Tell me why okay, well there's Beetlejuice. It's him either with or without the makeup. You he cannot just say, same. Well, there's Batman and there's Beetlejuice. He's always the same character. <laughs> he talks he talks the same, like his mannerisms and his acting and his speech. He's an actor. Even in Jackie Brown, he had the same fucking uh, a little tells us he's that is literally movies. true about every single actor on the face of the planet. But I will no. say, I will say, in the defense no. of he is very similar in a lot of roles I've seen, is where he still has that kind of like, like kind of chewing the gum, hey, kind of. Hey, I'm just here with you, Doc. Hey, I'm just kind of here with you, Doc. I'm here to help you, Doc. You when know? he was the ATF agent in Jackie Brown, and he's just he has that same the way he talks. He's just uh, what was it? He, he it was when he's going through the bag. He's like, huh. Well, that's right here. Well, I guess that's that's what he brings to the table, and when they're hiring him, they they're okay with his personality overlapping into because that's probably his personality overlapping into his In acting. Any good actor, any good director, I think, should know that you don't cast people so that they can put a bunch of makeup on and transform themselves into. Uh, Stephen Hawking. You cast people who have a natural energy that reminds you of Stephen Hawking, and then you tell them to play their objectives and tactics in a Stephen Hawking costume, but to like be like, go pretend, overly pretend to be Stephen Hawking. That's like, you know, that's or that's any acting. character. Yeah, that's not acting. But think about this, Gary Oldman. You could line his characters up in a lineup, you wouldn't recognize him. He looks fucking different in so many different. But ways. if you From listen, elements. Even if you watch him, he still does the same facial things. There's certain things he does with his voice that he yeah. uses. I, I've analyzed yes. it, different accents I've got, and everything. I've got somebody that does a lot of different characters that's very different. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt? Lots of different characters. And I don't feel like From he carries Ocean's much 11, personality into some of these characters. I think that He's an they're all vessel. unique. He doesn't have a personality. A lot of them are very unique. Well, <laughs> okay, so I'm not, saying that, Pitt. I'm not saying that actors are the same way every time. Sure. And they, they do, like, they have their own relationship with the character that they have to manage. Mm-hmm. But I just think 
that telling someone that they're like when they play like a historic character to like put them in in a really bad place in a performance where they're like mimicking that person instead of just kind of like I don't I don't know how to quite say it like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt played Bruce Willis's son Jogo Lev okay we call him here Whatever, and I love the chin in that movie too. The chin was perfect. The fake chin. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, I don't know, man. Sometimes it felt like he was kind of like detached because he's like, it's like he's doing a Bruce Willis thing instead of just like trying the to looper, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That well, chin was. He had, they gave him a big butt chin. What was the gun called? Uh, Blunderbuster or something? Yeah, Blunderbuss. That yep. movie's awesome. I love that movie, Looper. That's one of my favorites. Well, that topic. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like it. That was dumb. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, it was a shitty topic. Right along. No, I got a few topics for you though. So okay. Maybe you can have another one for me or whatever. Maybe but I'll come. I, up with I have money. a few. I only have a few for you because I I like your perspective and I like your stand up. So I I just want kind of want your response to some of these. Uh, first one I'll oh, do God. is racism. Has racism ever worked out in your favor or against you? Ironically. I, I don't know, man. I got suspended when I was in middle school for saying something racist. I got suspended for like three days from middle school for saying something racist to somebody once. What did you say? Dude, it's really, really upsetting. I don't, I don't we like. We don't need to revisit the specifics. We're oh. not saying it as a thing. We, it's just Basically, like I, what, tra- what transpired, and I'll, I'll, I, I told a student that I would not pick him for popcorn reading because he was black and I wanted to pick somebody who was white like I was. <laughs> And the, my teacher was half black. <laughs> it is just a horrifying situation. And I said it, you know, it's that thing. You're like, I said it as a joke, but also, like, my family is kind of backwoods a little bit. And I just had been around a lot of that stuff. I live, I was living in Rome, and I just, like, a lot of my friends would say stuff like that. Rome, Texas, not fucking Rome. And yeah, not, yeah. and they're probably really racist in Rome, Italy, Rome, Italy, but I know for a fact that they're racist in Rome, Texas. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and, you know, I was just growing up around it. And I said it I said it as as a joke. But then, you know, when I moved, I moved – my mom was like, okay, we're going to move back to where I grew up because I know my the high school that we moved to, I don't know how much of this was related. But I know that my mom was feeling a lot of anxiety about some of the stuff I was saying and, like, you know, just stuff I was hearing around my yeah. – like, I remember when Obama got elected, my, my aunt and my uncle were in front of me and they were both drinking whiskey pretty heavily and they just went off about – I mean, they, they you know said the N word just flagrantly in Dude, front of I, me. I grew up around that too. I grew, I yeah. grew up in Waxahachie, and like half my family is all redneck hillbillies yeah. from Kentucky, and the, the other side's Mexican, and they're more racist than the white people. Yeah. And well, everybody is racist. I mean, even yeah. even like that's you know it, racism doesn't. That's kind of like uh, do you so know who? A ton of times, racism's funny. Sometimes that's do, why it'll never die because people won't let that power go and just laugh at it. I read this fascinating book called Trick Mirror. Uh, Reflections on Self-Delusion by Gia Tolentino, and it talked about how uh, feminism or sexism isn't something that, like, you're not a sexist and you're not a sexist, but sexism, like, exists above us in the idea space, and we all interact with it every day. And, like, racism, I think, works the same way. And I just think I was, like, interacting with racism every day in my life, and it kind of became, I, you know, I was building it as part of understanding the world around me. But then I moved to a school that was my, uh, minority majority, and I had a lot of black friends and friends who were, you know, from island nations and just all this, you know, really diverse class. And that was really good for me because I just, it kind of woke me up to, like, how shitty it was to say stuff like that to people. So racism did work, the racism did work out in your favor. I would say that because I was really racist once, I've I've I, I, it has forced me to advance my view 
on what racism is. And so he learned his lesson. Mm-hmm. He should be forgiven. I want to give you another topic. Don't cancel me for that story, please. <laughs> no, we don't have plenty. I got other secrets. Oh, God. That's <laughs> probably worry. true. I mean, no, I should be canceled. If we'll you're going to cancel down, anybody, cancel me. I we'll think. go down hand in hand, cancel <laughs> yeah. Cancel these men. Hey, we're double negative. We canceled out. You can't cancel us both. Uh, no. Is that how we get on Ari Shapiro's show? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the other topic I want to give you. Have you ever gotten what I call a lover's wraparound? Like when you're dating a girl or someone with long hair and you find like one of their hairs wrapped around your dick when you go to pee. Oh, yeah. And they're not even around at that moment. Or like I've had it around my nipple until like it was going to pop off like a mm-hmm. skin tag. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've been in the shower. <laughs> right? It said it. You had to think about it for a second. Like a skin tag. You wrap a string around it, pops it off. I wish it was that easy. I, I have that. a lot of body hair, so I've dated a lot of women who have a natural, a lot of body hair? A natural amount of body hair. And, uh, but you clearly know the difference between yours and someone else's. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember. I remember one time I was in the shower and uh, I like was fe- like my butt was uncomfortable, like it was itchy, and I was in the shower, so I just kind of put my hand up there and felt around, see what was going on, and I pulled out like a really long strand of hair that had like been rolled up around up in my balls and then like gone up in my butthole and was like tickling my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> it was a reminder like, hey, you're going to lose your balls. And it was really long and I was like, where the fuck did this hair come from? And then I remember that I had gotten a blowjob in my car the night before. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Figured it out. Yeah, I've had that happen before. I, I've, I've uh, been like gone from the house all day long and it's like late at night and I've been gone since morning and go to pee in a barn. And, uh, or like in a bathroom in a bar yeah. or wherever I am, comedy club. And then I noticed like there's a hair wrapped around my dick and I still unraveling it. And this thing was like three feet long. It's like it yeah. connected with other hairs and made a quilt like it was trying to escape. Or like it was trying to strangle your cock. Yeah, yeah. But it was just weird because I was like, I, I, I was so drunk, I thought it was coming out of my dick. And I was like, <laughs> what is this? That's the tapeworms. <laughs> I was living with somebody for a while. I got kicked out of my house because I'm a retard. And I was living kind of with her. And, dude, I used to sleep naked because that's the best way to sleep. I can't do it. Dude. Oh, my gosh. I always sleep naked. And, you know, uh, especially being bigger, just that keeps it dry downstairs. You know what I mean? I stay pretty dry down there. I sweat a lot in my sleep. But I used to, like... I, my back is really hairy. You just got to turn the air down, man. Yeah, man. I turned the air down. and I, I bought a fan today. Pay those few extra dollars the, for the bill. Yeah. You know? I barely put the blanket on me. Sometimes I'll roll over and just have the blanket on the I'll have yeah. the fan on my back, and I'll wake up freezing. But When I was I living with her, though, I noticed that I would find her hair in my back hair. You know, like when you like trim your beard and it gets like stuck in your chest hair. Yeah, almost like Velcro, where it's yeah. like in there, like Velcro. Yeah, it's like, it's like cross stitching, like she's making them a scarf. Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, two spots that I find in my wife's hair. It's definitely going to be either wrapped around my junk or uh, if I ever wear um, this undershirt that I wear, that's like dry fit. Um, it, her hair, I guess, the static electricity of it will travel around and get stuck right in my belly button. <laughs> I have to dig that. It's kind of like, sweet. You're like, like picking oh, it out. Oh, there's your hair. Nice. Do you have a you have a deep belly button? You have a, I, I kind of do have a deep belly I button. Yeah, it, it goes probably I'd say about you know in 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 between to the past the first knuckle. Bro, for sure. right here for <laughs> me. Oh, nice. The same area. Deep belly button club. What about you? You got an any or an Audi? Oh, it's an any. It's deep. It's knuckle yeah. deep, dude. You I, I want to know. I've been doing you know push-ups, amazing. You've heard me say this uh, for years. 
I can fill my my belly button with peanut butter and pour chocolate over it and pop out peanut butter cups. There we go. Like king cups. <laughs> That's not appetizing at all. I don't know if you thought it was going to be. Or... No. That's I, only for someone special who wants that. Well, I wasn't that. trying to invite you in. I was trying to keep you out. BT <laughs> <laughs> phone home. <laughs> Let's wrap up the open mic. Do you have any new jokes that you want to do? Uh, I have one I can do real quick. If you yeah, do your one. new joke real quick. And this one's dumb. I just scrolled through my notes on my phone to find one because I didn't have anything new. I, I don't have my phone on me. Uh, but, you know, you, we've all seen those late night infomercials, like for the frying pans, mm-hmm. which look really cool because nothing sticks to it. But then they, like, start hitting it with a hammer. I'm like, I've never had that pasta. Is it any good? <laughs> like, what recipe is that for? And then when they start using a blowtorch, I'm like, well, again, what is that recipe? What are you? I've never had that. And that's all I got. That's pretty funny because they're using all that shit on it. And just, like, why would I encounter that in cooking? Yeah. Why yeah. are you hitting it with a hammer? What are you doing? Yeah. I think the pancakes are flat enough. I think you nailed it already. I'm, I'm so stupid. I think in the I think in the right context that could definitely be funny, you know. Yeah. Because it, it is one of those things that make you say, "Hmm." Yeah. Well, I'm scrapping it since you said that. <laughs> do you have any new jokes you want to do? I'm trying yeah, to think. I'll, I'll ruin it for you if you'd like me to. Yeah, okay. yeah. He made weird eye contact with me and didn't laugh when I said it, so <clears throat> definitely ruined it for me. I was trying to follow it. I think I don't understand what the relationship between the hammer and the pancakes is. On the commercial, when they uh, when, they, when they do it to fry, like why would you ever, why would you ever hit your frying pan with a hammer? First off, why would you hit it with a hammer? Why would you do a blowtorch right on it? I mean, other than cooking, and it's not oh, that oh I, see, I see, I see, I see, I see. Like, why are you hitting this pan with a hammer? You can't flatten the pancakes. You could roll it over with a with a with a truck, and it still folds back. Yeah, and I've shit, never you know? brought my like, car in and turned the oven on. How would I ever accidentally roll over the fucking frying pan? And good thing if I do, it's still in good condition. Also, they burn chocolate in it, which I, I'm glad to see it doesn't stick. <clears throat> but who the fuck fries up chocolate? Like I'm fat, and I've done a lot of weird things with food that I shouldn't have, and it should probably I should be in trouble for. But I've never just put a bunch of chocolate in a frying pan. Maybe you should. Why? I just eat the chocolate. <laughs> That's one step I don't need. Deep fried chocolate. Think about it for a second. I've had deep fried chocolate. It's delicious. You've gone to the fair. But they didn't do that. They just put a bunch of chocolate in this pan and burned it. I have done the other thing with the cheese, though, where I'll just burn cheese to a pan, and then I'll use the cheese as bread on a grilled cheese sandwich. That's good. Yeah. There's a name for that in uh, Michigan. It's like oompa. Uh, my oompa. Oompa. My buddy oompa. Elias at work. Oompa. He, oompa. Oompa. I've got some more calcium for, I don't know. Yeah. I used to work with this kid uh, at Buffalo Wild Wings, and he on the grill in the back. He'd be go, he'd go you want a grilled cheese? I'd be like, uh, sure. And he goes, what flavor? And I was like, what? And he goes, what kind of cheese? I said, pepper jack. And he literally took a slice of pepper jack cheese and threw it on the burger grill until it was burnt and crispy. And then he rolled it up and he handed it to me in a little roll. And he's like, grilled cheese. And I tried it. It's pretty fucking good. It's a little carb, too. Yeah, really good. I love burned up cheese. My mom used to burn everything, so most of my food is burned. Dude, burned cheese kind of good. Burned cheese is fucking really good. Top of a lasagna. like at at the... uh, more expensive like Market Street or Whole Foods where they have like a fresh thing of burned Parmesan mm-hmm. they're called Parmesan Crisp and it's just burned cheese and you just eat it like chips well, it's like $9 but it's fucking good I think I know what my new material would be when I get out of this like what I want to talk about and I've had to start I've had to go back to delivering pizzas since I I used to work as a waiter and now I deliver pizza. For oh, this. so you don't like DoorDash or Grubhub or Uber? My or registration's out of my car, wow. but I've already worked for this pizza place in the past. And when I applied, they just never checked it. 
and I haven't said anything. <laughs> Dude, so, I've worked most of my life as those kind of situations that we well, way into. Well, I'm about to get my stimulus check. I'm going to go to CarMax and just, hey, do whatever the fuck needs to be done to this car because it's, it's starting to get pretty bad. But um, I've been driving around a lot, and I keep seeing all these companies that are thanking me for being an essential worker in the time of need, but they don't offer me anything. You know what I mean? Like I saw a tweet the other day and it said, I like how ads have gone from buy a Toyota to this is a strange and difficult time for all of us. Buy a Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The point is still clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just keep, uh, you know, like the other day I delivered to this lady's house and her next door neighbor had these big signs that said, thank you, essential workers. And as I get out of my car, this is like out of a cartoon, dude. I get out of my car and there's a family, like a full family, beautiful family walking by with like, you know, just an average American, you know, blonde wife, tall guy, one older girl, child, younger boy, child, just like a movie, like yeah. a Jason Bateman movie. And, and And as I'm getting out of my car, the wife says, thank you for all you're doing for us, feeding everybody. And I said, oh, thank you so much. And the guy's like, uh, yeah, man, you're doing, a, you're doing great work. And I'm like putting a mask on, putting gloves on to get the food out. And I walk up to the door and uh, it's, 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 I have to get it signed. That's why I'm putting the mask and the gloves on. And the guy tipped me $2. Well, yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He's he doesn't, he doesn't fucking us. care at yeah. all. And it's a guy who's been ordering from that place forever but what a lot of the it's like a local place so a lot of our customer base is very much older like uh it's just like it's it's not a local place it's just a small chain it's jets pizza and i also work it's like the weirdest workplace that i've ever been a part of most of the workforce is 18 year old kids who work the front and there's one kid there and he he's my favorite like i'm really nice to him but he's a weirdo, dude. Like <laughs> That's he's, why you're nice to him. You're hedging your bets. Well, he's like this tall, skinny kid. If if you saw him at any point, and he's not wearing any makeup or anything, but you'd be like, that kid does goth stuff on the weekends. Like he just has that look. That yeah. like those tall, skinny, lanky goth. Yeah, kid. just kind of dark eyes. There's one at every pizza store. And he has the most. And I'm not saying this to be offensive because we we talked about it a little bit. I'm I'm gay or whatever. I've hooked up with men, so I'm not gonna hate on anybody. But the most effeminate voice I've ever heard in my entire life coming out of this kid. And he's like a 11 18 year old. And then one time I'm sitting there and I'm talking to somebody else about fantasy football, and I'm just trying to get a read on this kid. He's very quiet. He's I'm fascinated by this kid, and he goes, uh, we were talking about fantasy football, and he goes, yeah, I had Derrick Henry on my fantasy team this year. He got me. He's going to get me in the final game. So then I start talking about this kid. This kid knows more about football than almost I do. I mean, not as much as I <laughs> Don't give him too much credit. I do a lot of reading. <laughs> but then there's another guy that works there, and he's 57, and his wife is 20. And uh, he showed me a picture. They met when she was 14. He showed me uh, the second day I ever worked with him. He goes, "Have you seen a picture of my wife yet?" And then he showed me a picture of his twenty-year-old wife, which was the background on his phone. Oh, nice! And he goes, "Her twenty-first birthday is later this year. I can't wait to get her drunk." I'm like, "This is just the worst conversation." Those are things that gay guys say about their girlfriend when they haven't told everyone else that they're gay. I can't wait to get her drunk. Uh, no, it's. I think he's a creep, dude. I think he's like a pedophile. I think he's been like grooming this lady, dude. Grooming her? I talked to another driver about it, and he's like, "Yeah, he said a lot of weird." How old is this guy? This guy's like 57. Oh. She's like 20, I dude. That. 
just uh, out of curiosity, just to r- rolling back on that thought. So, as an essential worker, you know, if nobody's, you know, everybody's thanking you and thanking you and thanking you, that doesn't actually buy your coffee or get you a McMuffin or anything like that. You'd just appreciate. It sounds like probably just to get a coffee, have a McMuffin, have one of the wives flash their tits. I mean, anything that's just like have us, a guy well, it's kind of, wiggle his dick out. I mean, I it's guess kind of thin yeah, to I mean, thank me because it's like I didn't really. I'm not a nurse. Like I didn't train in school for years, knowing that I was going to take on a dangerous job. Yeah, but I was working at a restaurant and they were like getting me to work at a restaurant as long as I could possibly possibly get it out of me and then once I'm done working at a restaurant now I'm delivering pizza and they're like thank you so much for working and it's like I just didn't want to apply for unemployment because I don't have a child <laughs> but then my sister applied for I would say I've been making maybe working 30 hours a week just trying to stay employed and my sister got unemployment and she gets $700 a week right now. And I've just thought to myself, like, I should have just fucking gone on unemployment, dude. You can like, still get fired, dude. I mean, I'm trying to get fired. You know, I'm on this <laughs> podcast, like, shit-talking my poor... Hey, his name's Wolfie. He groomed a 20-year-old. And the other... When I asked my boss about it, he was like, yeah, I mean, and she's fat, too. And I was like, I don't think you understand why this is disturbing to me. <laughs> <laughs> you should just tell your boss, be like, hey, my registration's out. Can I borrow some money? And when they're like, no, be like, okay, I guess I'm fired. Yeah. And then go get that 700 They should fire me. My registration's out. But apparently... You should be fired from Jets Pizza, Colton Jones. Fire Colton Jones from Jets Pizza so he can get the really good... And I'm not saying... The problem is not that my sister gets $700 a week because I've lived on my own. And if I didn't have... If I wasn't making $700 a week at that time, I would have been fucking dead. Like, I would have been out of the house. I mean, it's really expensive to be poor, yeah. especially to, like own a car and stuff. You need that much money. You know, I will say about Jet, uh, I really like their pizza, but it always gives me the shits real bad. You get the deep dish? Yeah, I think so. You can't put down that many carbs and then blame the food. Yeah, I guess so. Well, deep dish isn't supposed to be that much bread. True deep dish, there's only it's fucking thin and it's flaky because it's bisquick. I know that because Jason's from Chicago and we've both been to Chicago. And well, it's not a Chicago deep it's dish. It's not a Chicago. Yeah, it's more like if you ordered like what uh, um, Domino's used to have their deep dish. They call it They call it Detroit like style deep dish, and it is really good. Is there one out here? Because I mean, they're not closed yet. There's a Jet in Flower Mound. No. So let's go ahead and move on. We're going to wrap up the open mic. You got a uh, crime story you want to do for us? Yeah, I, uh, uh, let's see here. So the headline was that man made a woman watch uh, the movie Roots to confront her racism within. Okay. You forced her to watch Roots? Yes. This gentleman will post his picture. Look like an offensive lineman. Look like. Looks like Larry Allen. Like a dark Shug Knight. Like, <laughs> hey. Make you watch Roots, bitch. He, he looks like a goofy ship night, though. I saw that guy at a gas station a couple days ago in a Miami Dolphins jersey, and he uh, he said hello to me really loudly when I walked inside. Nice. <laughs> that's every 7-Eleven in Fort Worth. That's, that's who's there. Luckily, it wasn't this man. He, hey, I love that guy. He way. lives in Iowa. So he was arrested Monday after this is just recently, just happened, uh, after being accused of employing an unusual attempt on a woman who he felt was prejudiced and discriminated against him. Uh, reports that he's facing charges of first-degree harassment and false imprisonment after he allegedly held this woman against her will. Uh, he made her watch the miniseries Roots, which is a nine-hour program. Now, this is the 1977 Roots, mind you. I, he didn't oh, even have the, the fucking long one. Didn't even have the decency to let her watch, like, the 99 version. Yeah. That was only, like, six hours. I, it's I almost as ask, long as... I have the, to ask real quick. Because you guys, will post this on our social media, but there's a black guy. 
And the lady, I'm assuming, is a white lady? A Caucasian woman? No, no she's, she's East Asian. Nobody gives a shit about white Yeah, she's white. She's a honky. Yeah. She's a cracker. She's a booster dude. She's the man. Yeah. Uh, so his reasoning for this was he mandated that he needed her to watch this so that she can completely understand her racism and how he felt. So they had some interactions, like, I don't know if his business, doesn't specify his business or home, but they had interactions together. Now, she tried to escape a couple times, and he had told her to remain seated and watch the entire series or else he'll kill her and her bitch-ass white ass. You haven't watched this entire season. <laughs> it is killing me. He said that he would kill her and he would uh, scatter her body parts all across the highway and she believed he was capable of doing it. Uh, it reiterates that it's not clear how they know each other, but she obviously watched the rest of it, escaped, contacted the police. They found him, arrested him, and this is ongoing now. He looks like he probably worked at like wherever she works. Like Maybe she was a boss or they worked in the same building. Or maybe he was like... Maybe he's like the security guard or the maintenance man in an office building, and she was probably just someone who worked there, like worked for the leasing office. It was always like, Daryl, pick that shit up! Or talking shit to him or being a bitch. The only thing I can think is that how much better would our world be if both of these people could get therapy? <laughs> yeah, it's needed. It's, you know, in my imaginary scenario, I think that the, uh, she might have been like a landlord of where he stayed and... Maybe that's why he had her come over and held her hostage or against her will. And I can understand that because maybe not even he loved her. We've had some shitty landlords. Maybe she's the, maybe she's like the aunt or mother of somebody he cares about, and he's like, "No, nah, you racist bitch, you honky, watch yeah. this shit." <laughs> maybe it's his uh, baby's mama's mama. Maybe I'm uncomfortable with yeah. the voice you use, but <laughs> I do want to say. It's an <laughs> I do want to say that uh, maybe he loved her. And he was like, we could be together. We could be something beautiful. But only if you watch all of 1977's Roots all the way through so you can understand what I've been through. And she was like, I don't want to. And he's like, look, I love you. So you're going to do this. I'm going to make you do this. So I mean, it's, you know, it's a lot of damage interacting with each other. I bet she's like, I'm never using Tinder again. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they were don't know each other. I, it sounds like that guy has a personality disorder that he needs to go to treatment for, and it has you know not much to do with the film roots after all. Yeah. Also, this is why they got rid of casual encounters on Craigslist. Thanks a lot, sir. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> Making it dangerous for folks. Um, yeah. I just don't want to get like roped in to have to watch nine hours of a miniseries mm-hmm. of any fucking thing I don't care about. You that, know. I mean? That sounds like a plenty of fish date. Not Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. They just would have fucking got it. Do you guys ever actually use casual encounters? Uh, no, I saw it there. I never used it. There. I never, well, I never use it. I've actually looked at it, my wife and I, ironically. So, you know, my wife and I, we used to actually, when it was around, look at it together and just, like, it's laugh at sometimes. some of the funny shit yeah. that was on it. Yeah. We bonded We bonded it. over that while we were dating. You've used it? I've used it. To, like, hook up with people? Uh, I, one time, it led into hooking up with somebody. Nice. A woman? I think so. Suppo- I look, supposedly. Man, I lights on. I'll just need, we just get in there and do our thing. Hey, a hole's a hole. Yeah, we're like, we're like a couple of <laughs> underwater welders, me and whoever I have sex with. We get down, we get undercover, and you can't see anything, and then it's, the job's done. I think, you know, people talk about that being gone, but grinder. <laughs> that deserves more. I know that's fucking, that's a great analogy. That was pretty good. I'm going to use that on stage. People talk about casual encounters being gone, but. Uh, grinder is a much worse place than casual encounters was. I feel like it's like. Uh, you remember that Dave Chappelle, the one episode where he went into the internet, if the internet was real? I feel like that's what Grinders like, just with a bunch of gay dudes. It's just like a, a lawless land. Oh, uh, it's it's a nightmare, dude. And nothing against gay people. I just know that, like, 
on some of those sites from gay friends that I that I have. Oh yeah. Like guys on there, like they don't. They're all guys. They're all the same. They all want to have sex with guys, and they're just in there like, hey, you want to fuck? Okay, then fuck you. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. And they're just fucking. There's no bullshit. There's no games. There's none of those fucking me writing a whole paragraph to some chick on Tinder and then she writes back with, yeah, it's cool. Well, and you know, there's yeah, something to be like, said. Hey, do you want do you want to do this? And it's like, yeah, they get it done and they move on. Yeah. Some of them are. In the hey, room. listen, we're gonna get AIDS or not? Let's get this fucking yeah. going. You know, we all got yeah. it. It doesn't matter. It's fine. We're God's real children. It's so strange. It's a strange place, and I've had some very concerning encounters there about of, of my own health. But I have I've used it. Well, it's good, all right. Good thing they're gone. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm sure something new is in its place. Grinders still around. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying the casual encounters from Craigslist, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All fun. those people have moved to Grinder. Gotcha. Okay. That's. Yeah. I think that's what's good about casual encounters over Grinder is that you had to like sign up for an email address and like apply, and then like you had to know, kind of know how to work a computer to use casual encounters. You know, I said kind of a funny thing uh, with my wife that it was about that because we were looking at downloading different things when we got our new phones, and if you already had Grinder once before on an iPhone, it has the little cloud next to it. Yeah. <laughs> so like the iPhone kind of tells on you if you've. Stumbled in, and I mean, yeah, took, took a look once. Listen, if yeah. somebody got into my phone, that would not be the only clue that there yeah. was some gay. <laughs> no, I just thought that was kind of funny yeah. in my yeah. sex life. <laughs> but I think also, two casual encounters was only good until these dating sites turned into apps because, like, they used to just be there was like plenty of fish, okay, Cupid, but it was all dot com, it wasn't really an app. Uh, and that's same with Craigslist. But I mean, it's funny just the level of what you get, how Craigslist is like the Kmart. Of shopping, or you can get on Christian Mingle or eHarmony or something like that. Uh, one thing I did want to bring up earlier because we're about to wrap this up, and I forgot about this. But when you were talking about, you said something about uh, uh, ads, like it's like this is a weird time, and, but yeah, still buy a Toyota. I don't know if you guys, I don't know y'all's porn habits, but like uh, I go on X videos because it's just kind of mix of everything. But like there's ads now from like Jerkmate is one I know specifically. That talks about staying home and jerk off with us. It's just funny how they updated, and it's like even just the production value was fucking. It's better than normal commercials, straight to the point. But I just think it's hilarious. It's like uh, quarantine's got you down. Jerk off with us. It's Let's get you of, back up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> every see. single brand is doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, they're actually doing. They're giving away premium for a free on Pornhub for a week free on Pornhub, and I've seen people say like. This is actually a better response than 90% of the companies that possess goodwill in, like, the public marketplace. Like, Walmart has an ad that they're running on the radio right now. If you listen to 105.3 105. The Fan, they have an ad, and this is literally the whole ad. I, I know it from memory because it plays all the time, and it's the most upsetting thing. It's just so subtle why this is just the shittiest. They go, this has been a difficult and strange time for all of us. Walmart would like to thank all essential service workers and healthcare employees during this difficult and trying time. If one of our products can help you, you can find them online at walmart.com or go to a Walmart store near you. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. I, I've changed the channel. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Walmart doesn't give a shit about anybody, even no. their employees. Like, I, I've been to Walmart a few times. There's no raises. Yeah. They don't have masks for these people. No, and then no they're on. It's like no sanitizer, no gloves, no nothing. It's Absolutely. like, just make sure during these trying moments when you have to go uh -huh. spend money and acquire things, make yeah. sure you do it at our stores because we want that money. Yeah. yeah. Some of the employees, I was uh, in customer service returning a shirt that I had stolen 
And the employees had a shopping cart full of toilet paper that they were hoarding for themselves, which I understand. I mean, I that's when I had the conversation. Like, they're not giving you all gloves or nothing? She's like, no. And I was like, I was like, is there any more toilet paper back there? And she's like, this is the last of it. And she actually gave me one that I could buy for myself. And she would have given me more, but I was like, nah, I'll just, I'll just get one. But I, I wasn't even mad at him for hoarding that toilet paper. I was like, y'all should be getting some kind of perk. You're making less money than a lot of people who get to stay at home. We're not get to, we have to. Um, but th- th- nothing. I mean, she get raised. I saw like Aldi was hiring for like seventeen fifty an hour at their warehouse and like thirteen fifty starting out their store. Well, I feel like most companies and brands and everything everywhere is kind of taking advantage of what's happening. I mean, like you know, with uh, Sims, for example, is giving away expansions for like minimal pricing. Uh, Animal Crossing on Switch, you know, is like a huge blowout. Switch itself is a giant blowout because it's still all stay-at-home things. You know, what's amazing is that I would I would bet that all these people that are staying home and quarantined, it would be strange to not see like housewives and people you wouldn't suspect. That might have signed up for the free Pornhub because of the week, you know, the, the yeah. promotion they did. Because it, was, it just made sense, and I'm home, well, and might as well, and just yeah. do it. Stores out of beans, might as if well. Everybody, if, if, if 30% of everybody is... joke, and it was good. I just want that to be recognized. Sorry. If 30% of everybody is giving you $7.77 a month instead of $39.99 a month, but you only had 1% of the population, now you have almost 15% because of the six... You know, just based... That's random bullshit. But that's, I mean, that's just... That's a successful profit. model. Yeah, 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 it's still definitely. profit. Yeah. It's still money. It's like you, you go to the board. They go to the boardroom and they're just like, you know, it's very sad times that we're in. But uh, we made a bunch of fucking money. Well, yeah, it's we like, are <laughs> up right now. I'm not saying that you can't sell products to generate the economy. Like we need to be doing that. Even if we were a planned economy, we would need to be doing that. But if you're going to run a bunch of commercials where you thank me, why then do I make less money than yeah, give this dude a latte or some free condoms? We or should show, pay. Like, show him that luscious V right there next to you. <laughs> How many people are in essential Somewhere. jobs that? Just just a couple months ago, we were telling people, "Fuck these! You yeah, know, yeah, you don't deserve You're to make as much money." Not tipping as. anybody and still treating people like shit. I think it's funny. The the motto I had stuck in my head. And I didn't want to do it on the open mic part because it's not a joke. But it used to be, and you'll remember this, Jason, because we're close to the same age. It used to be hugs, not drugs. Now it's shrugs, not hugs. You can't hug anybody. It's basically illegal. So thought, sad. thought for the day. Yeah, I thought you guys would find that more humorous. I, I'm just not funny today. I'm just gonna. I'm sorry, I'm man. Go back to crying in my room. Let's wrap this up. Was this a good episode? Was good this idea. as good as your other episodes? All right, so thanks for listening to me. I'm just kidding. No, yeah, it was Wait, fun, dude. We'll, we'll talk to you after the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Don't worry. We're not going to release this ever. So. <laughs> I'm just going to say, yeah, Colton kept saying the N-word, so we just didn't even. That's not accurate, though. <laughs> but we know. Yeah, I know. No, I, think, I think it was a good talk. You coming in and having I've gotten a good really conversation good at, with us. I think it was good. I've gotten really good at editing uh, audio, too, so I can just take those different sounds from different words and create it from your voice. That's not good. I don't want to hear that. Don't deep fake me. Kind of like a Max Headroom kind of like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'll smooth it out. Okay. I'll adjust the volume. I got some ideas. Nice. No, dude, thank you for coming. Tell us, you have a podcast too. I forgot to mention yes. that at the beginning. What's your podcast called right now? Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, what's it called? My podcast. What's it called? My podcast. Dude, where's my car? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's so a bunch of episodes up. I just, it's, you don't have to pay any money. Like, they they send me 15 cents a month to have my shitty little podcast feed. So if you want to come listen to me, call my friends and then fuck with my soundboard and try to piss them off, come listen. It's it's fun. I, I talked to Mana. We had a great conversation. The most popular episode is the is that chat with Liz Splat. And then my... My podcast and my album are both on Spotify, which I would also recommend because uh, it's good. 
All right, and it's literally the words "my" and "podcast." My right? podcast, yeah. And then your album is called what again? Uh, live at the Abbey Underground, and the artist's name is my name, Colton Jones. Colton Jones. And the picture is of my foot. It's from my foot picture collection that uh, I did. That's my foot. We cropped it in. So scroll through, scroll through until you find a picture of the foot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a foot smoking a cigarette. It's pretty recognizable. Okay, when you find that foot, sit down and kick it. But don't yeah. listen to the album. Listen yes. to the podcast. I'm going to keep doing these jokes. I don't care. I think they're funny. No. <laughs> thank you for coming out. Thank you. Uh, also, don't forget to follow, like, subscribe. Find us on the web. We're literally everywhere. I'm finding more places that have picked us up that I didn't even submit to, like, Google Podcast, we're on there now, Stitcher, and all the other places, iHeartRadio, anywhere where you're already not listening to us, we're there. Uh, but you can find us on social media. The Instagram is at the Open Mike Podcast. Uh, that's Mike, M-I-K-E, just like the name. Same on Facebook, just search it. Jason, what's that Twitter? Open Mike 5000. Open Mike 5000, and uh, that's it. Anybody got anything else you want to say? I enjoyed this. Have uh, think, Thanks. Thanks.